Hello, Real Talkers. It's your girl, Fearless. And this week's hot topic is boys to men. I can remember about 25 years ago, Real Talkers, I used to be a producer and writer and a director. And one of my most famous plays was called Endangered Species. And it was about the young black male becoming endangered because they were being killed. Here it is, fast forward 25 years later, and we're still dealing with the same serious topic. Our young black men are going to be endangered species if we do not plant the seed. So real talkers, get ready for some real talk between the sisters as we talk about raising boys to men. Real talkers. Now, what will Sierra Blue, Cecilia, and Fearless say this week? <laughs> Let's find out on this week's episode of Real Talk for Real Women. This week's podcast, we're going to talk about raising boys to men. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, real talkers. Raising young boys to men these days, I'm sure, is very different than when we were much younger. Yeah. Especially we yes. grew up in a household full of women. Yeah. So there was no boys around. So you just had to mm-hmm. kind of figure it out. <laughs> you know, right. boys are very different from girls, you know, they're different beasts. Yes. So, I mean, I have two boys, my youngest son and my oldest son, and they are totally different. But um, raising them um, the way that I felt that was best for me is that my oldest son, um, you know, they used to say that he was an organic kid because I didn't want to give him candy. I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to whoop him. I wanted to uh, put him in timeout. Uh, you know, I was that ball. Sheltered <laughs> so, life. <laughs> I Spoiled. Don't want to hurt my child with words because I feel like words cut like a knife. So I tried to be this innovative mom, and I'm going to raise my child, you know, the best way that I know. Mary and he turned out very well. Do not get me wrong; he's 25 years old now. Yeah. But, um, you know, I had some unrealistic expectations as a first mom on how I was going to raise my child. But I think that. It worked out great for me and my my husband at the time because those were the things that we believed in. We didn't believe in spanking and we didn't believe in harsh words and we, you know, didn't want to um, have them start eating candy and junk food and things like that at an early age. We just had some very strong principles and foundational things that we wanted, you know, to implement in our child's life. And I think it's really what made him the the young and talented young man that he is today because of those core things that we mm-hmm. implanted in him. Now, when that second one came, well, <laughs> <laughs> I was an experienced mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he can eat pizza yeah, and no. candy, potato chips, <laughs> soda. <laughs> <laughs> you used to beat him, beat him, just beat him. <laughs> I didn't beat him, Cecilia. I didn't do that. But yeah, it was chicken nuggets and French fries oh, and pizza oh, and all that Chris McDonald's. <laughs> Oh God! I'm telling you, we knew McDonald's, okay? We knew Wendy. You know, those are my friends, Mac and Wendy. Okay. Oh gosh. Lord oh God. wow. 
Well, you know, I was blessed with two boys and then I had an opportunity to raise my two nephews. Mm-hmm. And then along in that same kind of years later, I got my grandson. So wow, a lot of boys. boys, Okay, so everybody out there in real talk land knows that Sierra Blue has been married three times. So with the first husband, we was very young, so we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Okay, that's just the way it was. We didn't know what we were doing, and I was trying to copy my mother on her raising skills and. You know, mama, mama, if mama was here, she will agree that she was a yeller. She did discipline us um, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so all, all the time. Look, some of them, some of them were prison, prison sentences. <laughs> so you get the beating before the beating. You was crying before the beating was coming because you know it's going to be a beat down. So, okay. <laughs> So I I just, you know, instilled those same core things to my children's raising because that's what I knew. That's what I was accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And the boys for me, oh my gosh, they, you know, my daughter is the oldest. So she was totally different from them. She was very independent mm-hmm. from day one. I can remember that girl was on the, on the move doing things. Mm-hmm. And the boys were kind of like, you know, laxidocious, you know, mm-hmm. they wanted to play a sport. You know, the funny thing was, you know, the boys tried to play sports. So <clears throat> I remember, you know, every year somebody wanted to play a sport. So I would look at my budget and be like, you know, such and such is in music and such and such is doing football. You can't do that right now because the budget won't <laughs> 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 Next time. The budget is already used. <laughs> right. Next time you can right. do you know, X, Y, Z, because mm-hmm. I just, because, you know, when you put them in those sports, you got to pay for uniforms, you got to pay do you know, yes. shoes, you got to yes. pay some kind of fee. I mean, it yes. was just ridiculous. So they didn't get to do it all at the same time because I couldn't mm-hmm. afford it. But disciplining them, oh my gosh, y'all. It was hard. I would put them in the corner, you know, you find in there five minutes for punishment. You're going to get five beatings, like five whoopings. You know, you're going to bend, bend over, touch your toes. And how old are you today? Okay, you six. You're going to get six spankings. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it just, I didn't know what else to do. And yeah. unfortunately, the first husband was too young. We didn't stay in the same house long. So he was not there to help me raise, you know, his, you know, his sons. So the second husband, he was more of, um, like I said, I've been in two abusive relationships and that was one of them. Mm-hmm. So he, the way he wanted to discipline them, I uh, disagreed because it was yes. too harsh. You know, it, mm-hmm. you, know you can't be on, the, be on the phone for two weeks. You can't go outside for three weeks. You can't go nowhere. You know, you can't do this, mm-hmm. you can't do that. And it was like lengthy sentences, okay? Yes. So yeah, so the boys, thank God they turned out the way they did because I'm telling you, I struggled. Yeah. Wow, now for me, my son, he was a blessing. My son was... I remember when he was a baby, I mean, like a month or two old, mm-hmm. he would wake up in the middle of the night, I would give him his bottle, and he just wanted to stare at me all night. He would not go back to sleep. He just wanted, and I'm like, little baby, little baby, please go to sleep. <laughs> Because I could not go to sleep with him, you know, oh, yeah. being awake. Oh. And 
Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like I would put him up on my legs, you know, bend my knees and just would just sway him back and forth. And he mm-hmm. would just sit there and look at me. <laughs> he would just look at me. Sierra Blue, he probably saw those eyes glowing in the dark. <laughs> the cat eyes and that, that head Them glowing like eyes. a light bulb. <laughs> He's like, what is hey, this? Hey. I'm thinking, what is this, Lord? Uh, yeah, and I mean, w- and once he got older, he was so shy. I remember, yeah. you know, going to little teachers' conferences and things like that, and they said, "Does he talk?" <laughs> I said, "Yes, he talks." <laughs> they oh, said he never, he never says anything. You know, mm-hmm. if he's asked a question, he would answer the question. But if he wasn't asked, and even to this day, my son is extremely yeah. shy. I mean, he is yes. out of his shell. Yes. Some now, but he's extremely quiet. Yeah. Um, but I never had any problems out of him. Even I never ever had to go to school for him being, you know, misbehaving or mm-hmm. anything like that. I mean, that was a blessing, especially with a boy. Yes. You know, and yes. he was he was always the loving one. I'm like mm-hmm. Sierra Blue. I had my daughter first. So girls, they don't care. They just don't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in the wind. <laughs> You yes. know, my, my son, if if I sat on the sofa, I would have to sit in the middle because if I was on the end and if he didn't get to sit beside me, that mm-hmm. was a fight. Yeah, that definitely was a fight. Yeah. And, you know, I said he is he's a, a loving young man. I, you know, I taught him if you see a woman sitting, standing and you're sitting, mm-hmm. yeah. you give that lady your seat. Absolutely. You know? And I saw him do that when he was like, like 12. When mm-hmm. we would go to church, we would park in the parking lot and ride the bus to the church from the parking lot. And sure enough, the bus yes. was full yes. and the lady was standing. He was like 12. He got up. He said, ma'am, you can have my seat. I was like, yes, Lord. Yes, exactly. I raised him correctly. Exactly. You know, with, you know, so I mean, for him, the only thing about it was when he was young and was at church, the little boy could not stay woke. And it would be so embarrassing because I'm sitting in and at my church, they record the service. So they coming around with the camera and my son is sitting there sleep. <laughs> That's not good. I think that, you know, my nephews and, I, and our sons, they have grown up to be outstanding men. Oh, yes. And I think the one thing that we did instill in them is those old that values mm-hmm. that we had back in the day. My sons were taught to open up the doors for women. Mm-hmm. My sons were taught, just like um, Cecilia said, if there's a woman that's, that and you're sitting, let that woman mm-hmm. have your seat. It yep. is just those simple things that some of our kids these days are not taught. And I don't know right. why, right. but they're not. And right. so I made sure that they got those same values that um, was important to us, that was instilled in us. The expectations that we would have, you open up the door for the lady. Exactly. That, that's, oh, you know, you don't see that a lot, but my I taught my young men to do mm-hmm. that. And I right. think the thing is, one my youngest son is so so sweet. And um, one thing, my my young my my boys, they never really dated. And I kept asking, why don't y'all date? Why, you know, I know girls, girls, what's going on? And one thing, my 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 youngest son said, he said, mom. He said, girls these days are so different. You taught us to open up the doors and to, you know, to to be nice to them. They don't want you to do that to them. They want mm. you to be mean. And they said, I'm not going to do that. He said, and you're a hard standard to, to, to for people to stand up to. I want somebody like my mom. I want somebody. Oh. Yeah. And I just said, I saw that's so sweet. sweet. <laughs> that's but so I think sweet. the thing is, is that, you know, I... I thought that the biggest thing that, you know, teaching them is those those values is that you respect women. 
You respect exactly. the, the, the young lady that you're with. You give her the same respect as if you did with your mom. And you want right. your mom to be treated. Right. And he was just saying that young ladies these days are so different mm -hmm. that they don't want those old-fashioned values. You know, mm -hmm. they don't they don't they don't appreciate those things because a lot of them haven't seen them. Right. So they don't they, they think that's just old-fashioned. And he just said he just didn't want to settle. And I said, you know what, you shouldn't. Right. You know, if you have somebody that you're treating them very well and they think that that's corny or old fashioned, right. that's mm -hmm. not the right young lady for you. Exactly. So, um, so I, you know, they've been very selective about the young ladies they've had in their lives. And they just say, you know, we just want somebody to have those strong values that I have. And it's very difficult to find those things these days. So, you know, we, you, you, you raise your young men, you want them to be successful, but you also want them to have that strong value in them. Mm -hmm. of they mm -hmm. are young black men today. Yes. You know, and I think that's extremely important. And I know we're going to talk about as far as the things that we've had to train our young black men as when they're out in public or out in a car, mm -hmm. things that they have mm -hmm. to do that we all know right. that some other um, 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 people may not have to do. But we teach our young men at a very young age the way that they have to act, yes. the way that mm -hmm. they have to present themselves exactly. um, so that True. they can be safe and come mm -hmm. home. And yeah. that's unfortunate, yeah. but that is part of our culture and that's part of our teaching with our young mm -hmm. men so that they can come home. And that's, that's a sad thing that we have to do, but that has to be incorporated in our raising of them so that they can go home, go out and come back home. And that's right. Exactly. I agree. I'm Absolutely. doing that now with my, yes. my grandsons, oh, yeah. my grandsons yes. that I'm just trying to instill in them the Bible, you know, mm -hmm. trying to mm -hmm. give them some values and morals. Yes. You know, simple things, just tell them to be kind hearted, be a mm -hmm. giver, you know, and it sometimes they may think, well, why I got to give my stuff away, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm like, if you're not using something anymore, somebody else could use it. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, just always donate, always be a giver. You know, if yes. you don't have money, you see a homeless person on the side of the street, it's okay. You can still speak to them, give them a right. good word, you know, tell them Jesus love them. Or, you know, you always can give somebody something. It don't have to be always uh, some kind of money or tangibles, you know, <laughs> words go a long way. You know, they stick with you forever. Right. And back on the dating, my boys, they were just sneaky. Okay. <laughs> they are just sneaky. They just, you know, it came time where I would tell them, well, when you turn 16, you know, you can start, you know, bringing a girl to the house so I can mm -hmm. meet her. You know, and of course, they didn't disappoint. So they, each one of them turned 16, they bring the girl around and want me to meet them and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And the, the bad part for me was when I was have all of them at the house, um, I worked third shift. So things mm -hmm. got a little icky on third shift because I'm not there. They're over the age to be home by themselves. But I, you know, down the years, they would tell me some stories. Mm -hmm. like, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I at? Oh, you, you was at going to work or you were asleep. You know, <laughs> things happen because they took advantage of that situation. And there's nothing much you can do when you're single and you raising kids. You just do what you gotta do. I mean, exactly. I mean, I remember I was working part time at McDonald's and <laughs> I had to go to sleep. Cause I worked third, then I had to go to McDonald's for a couple of hours the next day. And so I would take a little nap before I get up and go. 
And I remember going to sleep and waking up and they wasn't in nowhere in the apartment. Nowhere. Okay. Nowhere. So I, I get up and I look outside. They outside all in the parking lot playing. I'm like, wow. What the <laughs> boys will be boys. <laughs> they were like, where well, you asleep? <laughs> so yeah. Real talk, because I know if you're going through some things that we're going through, it's usually by experience. You know, when mm -hmm. it happens, you just deal with it the best way you can. And then, of course, more mature you get in this thing. And the longer you've been doing it, you find other ways. And yeah. you have to be consistent. That's the one thing I tell my daughter and my, my, my sons about the kids when they were small. So you got to be consistent. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, there's no right or wrong way. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, there are books and things, but somebody wanted to make some money. You have to go yes. through the experience and, you know, and the failures and, yes. you know, and just see what works for you. Um, you know, I'm like um, Sierra Blue and Fearless. I, I didn't do the spanking thing. I didn't really have to. I would just cut my eyes and, you know, they would straighten up. Because um, I know, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm you know, like um, Sierra Blue and Fearless. I didn't believe in the spanking. To me, that's like corporal punishment. If you are telling, how can you teach your children not to hit someone and then yeah, you're yeah. doing that to them? Um, so, yes. you know, um, you know, I tried to steer uh, far away from that. And I mean, I think I did a pretty good job. I'm I'm proud. I know I did yes. a pretty good job because my Absolutely. son now has a son and, you know, he teaches his son, you know, fix your clothes when you leave the house. You know, when yes. you go to the barbershop, always, you know, look neat look yes. nice and that's the way i brought them up you know and and i think that um we as as mothers and if you are a single mom you can still raise a young man to be a man uh, you know yes. it of course you would want them raised by a father but you still know you think about what you would like for yourself and that's the way you raise your son how to yes. treat women yeah. you know how to respect them you know, yes. women are not garden hoses by name, you know, calling them out of their name. And you know what I mean by garden hose. I'm not going to say the, the, the word, but it's so degrading to hear young men talk mm -hmm. these days. Mm -hmm. And they have zero respect for even like for me as an older woman. You know, normally kids used to just like really be quiet when they're around yes. someone older right. to respect them and not curse in front of them and mm -hmm. things like that young men this day and time could care less. Right. Exactly. You know, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, our culture, we are proud people. And yes. we're, you know, regardless of what's thrown our way, we can still hold our own and, you know, raise our children, to, you know, even though we don't have much of whatever. Right. You know, you teach your children to be proud of what they have. You always um, teach them to show respect. So Definitely. even if you are a single mother or a divorced mother or, you know, you're raising your boys and even your young ladies, um, you know, just teach them the values and the morals and not just teach them, lead by examples. Yes. You know, just like Definitely. with um, Fearless and with her son, you know, I want someone like you, mom. Mm -hmm. That should make Fearless extremely mm -hmm. proud that oh, yeah. he knows that's the way, you know, a woman should be like my mom and I want someone to that can mimic after her I'm not going to be as good as her but, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, yeah. but 
at least on the same level. Absolutely. And real talkers, if you're out there raising these boys to men, you know, it, it's not easy. It really isn't. But, you know, you have to you have to plant that seed. Mm -hmm. understand Early. That you plant it. Yes. And you want it to grow. And it takes it takes hard work. It takes consistency. It's take it takes, um, you know, respect. It takes um, joint. It takes a, a, a it mm -hmm. takes a village. If you don't yep. have you know, positive men in your life, you know, there's plenty of organizations out there that are positive black men for these young men to be involved yes. with. Yes. I just think it's so important that we go the extra mile because we know yes. that our young men are dying every yes. day. Yeah. And 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 for nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that they're in the wrong crowd. They could just be in the wrong place. Exactly. You know? So plant those seeds in, in your son so that they can come home and but also raise them to be, you know, productive young men. Exactly. You know, you know raise them so they can they can go out there and take care of themselves and take care of their families mm -hmm. and get that support system for yourself because that's really important too. It if is. You don't know what to do. There are plenty of right. organizations out there that can help you, and plenty of people, and even in your your you know your um community that can help you. So stay strong. Let's raise these strong black men so they can go out there and they can change the world. The world. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what's up, real talkers. I I just want to say just in closing that, you know, they're boys, and then they have to grow in between, and then you know I look back on all my young men's life and I'll be like I look at him and say I remember when you were two I remember mm -hmm. when you was born mm -hmm. you know and you and, and time has gone you know by so fast mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. I mean even though you know I know that when they're when they're two and you're looking at them and you're playing games with them and you know me my mind be like always looking to the future thinking wow what are you gonna be when you grow up mm -hmm. so when i see them grown i'll be like i remember when yeah you know, i would ask you what you wanted to be and you might say something like dumpster man or you know right man or, something you know, crazy the, you know a swimming man a cowboy you know right. whatever and and you're thinking no no you don't want to do that because you because i think it's mothers we just want the best we want them to exactly think we want them to think you know lawyer with exactly you know, we all got that high expectation for our children right but when they got in the teens and they actually said okay i can make money doing this instead of going to college or i can make money doing this instead of you know doing that so whatever i encourage them to be whatever my pet yes. peeve was when you turn 18 you're either going to go to college or you're going to get a full-time job one of right. two is going to happen yes. when you turn 18. And if you feel like you're strong enough and you got something going on where you're working and you want to move out, that's great too. Mama supports right. you either way it goes. So real talk is support your men or your young men, your boys that's going to grow mm -hmm. to men. And if they're already men, definitely still be mama. Because there's nothing Absolutely. like mama to our boys. Absolutely. You know, I don't yeah. care. I got mama's boys and that's what I, I love them dearly for it. So I encourage you real talkers. Keep your head up. Do yep. what you think is right in your heart. If you don't have, you know, if you wasn't raised positively, then find some positive examples. Exactly. You can always mimic examples. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And real talk is what I have to say is for for young children, young children see a lot of things on TV and they're thinking, okay, well, well what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I want to be a rapper and I want to be a football player. 
all those things are fine, but be honest with your sons. Let them know, okay, son, well, if that doesn't pan out for you, what's your goal for when you go to college? What kind of courses do you want to take? What, you know, if, if football doesn't work out, I mean, don't bust your little football bubble, but if that yes. doesn't work out, you know, what else would you like to do? Because, you know, now these young kids, they're, you know, they're either wanting to do um, video game programming or just being a lot of things that to you, you know, it's a little bit outrageous or because, you know, he has no skills to do that. So just be honest with your kids. Just say, OK, that's wonderful. Um, so we as parents, we have to instill in them and not let, let them think that it's this fair fantasy world out there that automatically when I'm when I grow up, I'm gonna be able to do what I said when I was five. We know mm -hmm. that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. So even with your young men, especially with our young men, they need guidance. They respect what we say to them. They may not act like it at the time, but they mm -hmm. do appreciate, you know, our, our, our input. So yes. just make sure. Whatever they say is, if it's something you know that's not realistic, you know, help lead them in the right directions. Okay, well, you know, let's let's go to the next step. Um, yes. With that, because like she said, like um, Sierra Blue and like Fearless said, we want them to grow up to be strong, productive Black men um, yes. to be able to take care of their families. You know, to to be able to thrive in this world that we're all struggling to be a part of. It's sad, you know, that still in you know. 20s we're still fighting for just the norm yes. and you know so we have to let them know too this is just the real world and prepare mm -hmm. them prepare them for the real world absolutely absolutely well real talkers this has been boys to men yeah. i like to say um to, to shout out to all of my um, young black men out there that's doing it that's yeah. taking care yeah. of their business that's taking care of their families that's that's you know that's being productive in this country and making yeah. their mark yeah. your pra your past does not have to be your future yeah. you can change it at any time so no matter where you came from that does not mean that's where you're going so yes. you know always believe in yourself always plant that seed in your your, your young men and yeah. always be there to support them because they have a tough life that we don't mm -hmm. even understand. Yeah. We really don't understand what they what they go through. Right. But you know, we can always be there to support them at any time. So, real talkers, this has been Real Talk for Real Women. We're out. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next time. All right, real talkers. This has been another fantastic episode of Real Talk. For real women, you know you can always reach us at our website at realtalk4realwomen.com. You also can go to our website and listen to any of the episodes that you have missed over and over again. You also can like and subscribe to us on Instagram and also Twitter. We value you. We love you, Real Talkers, and we can't wait to hear from you. Mm -hmm.